You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy. Unfortunately, Caleb couldn't be with us this week. He was uh, unfortunately busted for trying to sell counterfeit hot dogs to an undercover cop. <laughs> so filling in for Caleb this week is uh, our good friend, Andrea. Welcome. Hi, it's me. I'm back. Yay. Two weeks in a row. That's right. Hopefully Caleb gets out of jail soon. Uh, we have a guest this week who makes music under the moniker pronoun. Please welcome Elise. <laughs> You're here. I'm here. I'm digitally here. We're so stoked to have you here. I'm so pumped to be here. So, how's things going? <laughs> it's going. You're looking at it. This is pretty much yeah. life, you know? <laughs> yeah, for real. It's weird times. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it, it felt like things were to go back to normal for like five minutes there. And then just, no. Yeah, and then New York was like, everyone's getting COVID. And then I was like, we know what happens. <laughs> We've literally been through this once. So. Yeah. Those oh, five minutes were very lucky, though, because that's how um, we got the chance to meet you and, and yes. ask you to come do the show. So yes. I also that. think that tour is ironically how I didn't get COVID. Mm -hmm. Because the whole week before I was quarantining for the tour, right. and then yeah. we went on tour and we were wearing masks the entire time unless yeah. we were singing on stage. And then I came back and quarantined for a week because I was like, all right, I got to be respectful because you don't know. And then in those three yeah. weeks, everyone was getting COVID. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I missed that again somehow. So Yeah, that's a really good point. People talk, I mean, and obviously, like, everybody's doing the right thing. It's the right call. I don't think that anybody's being overly cautious. But you think about, like, people talk about touring as being the thing that is the, um, what's, what's the Super word? Super spreader. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like being on the road, you have to be so careful and you know that. And I think we get yeah. a little um, more relaxed at home. So that's, yeah. that's interesting. It was interesting. I mean, I know I definitely have felt safer going to any show than I have going to like the grocery store. Absolutely. Because <laughs> um, at least I know at the shows I go to, I'm surrounded by like-minded people who are wearing their masks mm -hmm. and who I can safely assume at least most of them have been vaccinated. You go to the grocery store, you don't know what these yeah, people's deal is. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> could be anybody in there <laughs> i don't like that so yeah i don't know I, i've 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 been to a few shows and i didn't feel unsafe at any of them that's great nice yeah yeah but i also think that a lot of the shows being canceled right now is the right call because the way things are spreading more yeah. and more it's just why take the chance it's like so. it's already been a year give it another two months and mm -hmm. we'll see wait for warmer weather yeah yeah but you put out an ep during the pandemic i did i can't believe that was during the pandemic yeah. But yes, it happened. It's, <laughs> what a weird time to release music, right? It was, yeah. It's crazy. Um, it was fun though. I really like can't believe that even happened. I don't even know why that happened. I think <laughs> I finished I finished the last song and I was like, all right, this is an EP and had a label interested in anyway. And I was like, uh, yeah, I guess let's like go release stuff. I don't even know. I'm usually more paranoid then <laughs> i'm usually like do the opposite where i'm like no i won't release anything until it's perfect and this i was just kind of like yeah let's just go so weird yeah, now anyway like, whatever let's, like let's put it out. Out. it's fun yeah. <laughs> what who cares there's no rules anymore mm -hmm. everything's just what it is you just gotta release some new content that's in mm -hmm. in the form of bleep loops you know <laughs> that's right exactly <laughs> Exactly. Well, this uh, this EP is called OMG I Made It, all in all caps, I've noticed. All caps. Uh, all the that. song titles are also in all caps, all caps. I've noticed. Yeah. That's a stylistic choice. It has um, to be. Any, any particular <laughs> uh, meaning behind that? Um, well, I don't even, I don't know. I mean, pronoun before that was all lowercase. Mm -hmm. And when I started, right. it was all lowercase. And all the, the whole EP, first EP and the whole album was all lowercase. And then... Like almost overnight, I saw every everything started being all lowercase. Yeah. So I was mm, like, okay. "Oh, what if I like switch this up and be like pronoun? <laughs> on, I'm gonna I'm gonna rebrand myself just by pressing caps lock. That's kind of easy and that. fun. Um, yeah, and I felt so like it was more of a, an aggressive EP anyway. So I was like, mm -hmm. that's a, that's a fun, easy thing to be like make a. Make a statement. Be like, something's happening. I've changed my name to all caps. And I, all the songs are now all caps. Um, I don't know. It was honestly probably looking back also just like a dumb thing in the pandemic where I was like, <laughs> yes, this is genius. <laughs> um, and now it is what it is. And it's it's fun. So, yeah. 
I, I like that it's that it's fun and it's like a, a quick way to kind of show people that there's like a sense of humor behind the the like the music and the person making the music, even if the, the lyrics aren't always like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the happiest of lyrics. It's just it's a yeah. yeah, that was the end of my sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I think I also like typed out, I want to die, but I can't because I got to keep living in all lowercase. And I was like, this is funner all uppercase. <laughs> yeah. Um, Different mood. Yeah. 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 And, and you can't just have one all uppercase, right? Like that would just be ridiculous. No, I mean, that's the next campaign, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the next curve. Every other letter. <laughs> Every other letter. Oh, Two people are like, wow, pronoun is just doing regular grammar now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it though. It's it's like the the same pronoun, just a little more assertive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Well, the first song on the EP, the song that we heard coming into the podcast, is uh, "Sound the Alarms" with a bunch of exclamation marks and a one in there, just for good measure. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it. Uh, so tell us a little about this song. Like, what? Uh, where did this come from for you? Oh, um, "Sound the Alarms." I actually didn't listen to the EP before this. I probably should have. <laughs> Sound the Alarms, I think, it was one of the newer songs I wrote on the EP. A, a bunch of the other ones I had written before, like way before, like 2019, like right after the album had come out and stuff. And Sound the Alarms um, came together very quickly. Um, and I don't, actually, like the the first, the, the verse of it I had as a chorus for another song I had just been like toying around with on the guitar. And when I produced, when I started making the production for Sound the Alarms, I was like, wait, you know what would fit really good in here? What if you turned that that chorus into this verse and kind of carried it through that way? Because I don't think there's a chorus in sound. I think the chorus is just ooze and an alarm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of the first time I had reused lyrics, like from a different song that I hadn't recorded. I don't think I had ever even tried to record that song and put them into the next one. And it was kind of like... I think when I finished it, I was like, this is the perfect first song, first song. Um, and a lot of the guitar licks in general, like were definitely inspired by, I don't know. you guys know the format? Yeah. Um, this <laughs> the first single, I think that's what it's called. I mean, it's pretty much the same. And I oh, okay. heard that lick in a slow pulp song in a bridge of a slow pulp song. And I think I heard it one other place and I was like, wait, if everyone else can just like use this lick, why can't I use it? like in, in different ways yeah. where it's it's just melodically like you. Yeah. I just that that dee, 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 like that mm-hmm. little part like stuck in my head so much. Um, I don't know if it was intentional at the beginning if I just started playing it and then realized it. But that kind of carried out the whole first that that helped like carry the entire song and that helped me bring those other lyrics in from the other song. And then, yeah, just have this chorus. I'm finding more so that like a lot of my choruses are, I put so much in verses and then the mm-hmm. chorus I leave time for myself to like breathe as like an exhale. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you gotta do it. Especially when you start performing things live and you're like, oh my God, I didn't leave room to breathe <laughs> at all. So it's like, all right, just get to the chorus, just get to the chorus and you can kind of just hang. Except I can't hang because I have to play the guitar too and that <laughs> is hard for me. So, um, but yeah. I mean, it's it was a it's a really fun first song, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I pulled a siren in, um, but I did. I don't even know where I got that from. It was probably the the World Wide Web, but um, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, sound the alarms. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation mark one exclamation mark. I can't remember if that was on purpose or if when I was typing it, it happened. And I was like, lol, leave it. <laughs> Or I find myself like, I mean, we're all in a, you know, we're, we're in a pandemic and I think that I would like text that way on purpose sometimes to mm-hmm. be like, ha ha ha, I put a one in, like intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe I'm just getting old, but I, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. So I was like, I'm just going to leave that in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that sound the alarms. Yeah. It, it definitely does feel like something that like it, at one point in time would have happened unintentionally but now it's intentional but ironic yes like a space yeah. after like a space and then a period mm-hmm. or a space and then an exclamation mark it's like what I old people used to do all the time this. yeah and like please do please but do. now that i'm getting older i'm like i i have the right to do this now i can do the That's space right. between the exclamation mark like i can say thanks like tx like 
I'm not to warm regards yet. I'm not that old, but <laughs> yeah, that'll come in the 40s probably. <laughs> I'm resting comfortably in best still. I'm still sticking with best. Best's great. Best's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Solid. Solid. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I like cheers. I think that's a good sign off. Cheers is nice. Cheers. That's I, good. Yeah. yeah. Even though I have no cultural um, right to do so, I still do it. <laughs> fuck it. You're not from Boston. Or like the UK or Australia. Mm-hmm. But I lived in Australia, so I, that's my that's my excuse. Hey, there you go. Yeah. It's it's my excuse for a lot of things. It's so funny. I'm the research person on our network. I, I can't help myself. So whenever we have a guest on, I end up, I read everything and pull everything up. And I was listening to the EP, um, especially the first song. I was thinking like, it sounds to me like the opening credits of a like teen rom-com. Yeah. And then I found in one of your interviews where you said it's like anything that would be on 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack. And I was like, yes. oh, that's perfect. That's exactly right. I love that's 90s exactly rom-com music. Hell yeah. It's so great. Absolutely. And it's such a resurgence now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really happy to see that. <laughs> well, I think the the second track is my personal favorite on the EP and that's I'm right back in it. Yeah.
that one really stuck with me. Um, so I, I was not familiar with your music. I, I, there was another, I feel like this is a story I tell a lot. I, I was aware of, of you and your music for a while, just from like other people who you'd tour with or people who would know you or, you know, but yeah. I just never really got around to checking it out. And then, um, you did that tour recently with, uh, the wonder years and yeah. those other bands. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I drawing a blank here? Keisha Teens uh, and Proper. <laughs> thank you. Yes, those We've, are the ones. Proper, you're going to break their hearts when they listen to this episode because we've had them in the studio where they're oh my god you i have... was literally working on their session like an hour ago yeah. yeah no i just have a terrible memory it's not my fault i can feel that but, I can uh, feel that. so so you you were on this tour um and it was just a nice pleasant surprise for me because it's like oh right i've been meaning to check out pronoun and now i get to live which is always my favorite way to check out a band and this song uh i'm pretty sure you played this song because i remember it really hooking me during your set Yay. um and just get, like getting stuck in my head and then uh I, I think i i think what i told you after the show was like i need all of your records immediately or something yeah. to that effect um because <laughs> i didn't know which one this song was on and i wanted to make sure i had it and now i do so i'm happy Yay. um yeah but yeah i i i love this song i would love to just hear like your take on it what's where did it come from I'm right back in it, I think, came from uh, we were finishing up our last tour before. I mean, it was we were touring in, in November with Jimmy World. And I was like, hey, they're like my favorite band of all time. So that was mm -hmm. very cool. But um, I found that like when I would go out on the road, I would make all these promises to myself about being away from New York and getting out of my usual routine and being like, all right, I'm going to change this about myself when I get home and I'm going to do this differently and like starting today. And then it was just like two, like leave for a couple of weeks and say things will be different. And then I'm right back in it. Like the second I got back, mm -hmm. it was like very easy to fall into old patterns. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where that whole song stemmed from. I do remember, um, I can't, I, I don't know if this, it's the first verse or the second verse, but um me mentioning that I like woke, staying up till four and spilling my entire drink on the floor. Yeah, it's I the just, first like, verse. Yeah, it was like that. I mean, that like yeah, I woke up and like stepped. I mean, honestly, yeah, I I fucking drank too much and I made this <laughs> made. Or I don't know if I was making this song. But I was making some song, um, and I stumbled out of bed the next day and like looked over and I was like I. Don't remember doing any of this. <laughs> like, and now there's a <laughs> bunch of beer on the floor. Um, and then of course I was like, oh, I guess I'll, I've needed a lyric here. So I'm going to put that in there. <laughs> um, I don't know that one, that one came together, I guess. I, I work like so slow and fast. Like I can't remember how I like feel like I finish songs very quickly and I don't know they're finished. So I can't even remember how long <laughs> I like worked on that actual song, um, until it was done. But, um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, it's really just about being in that space of being like, I want to change. I want to do something differently. And then realizing like how, how hard that is, you know, mm -hmm. and how, how easy it, like how nothing in life is like that easy. And like, if you want to make a change, like you can't just one day be like, I'm going to change and like, be like, why isn't it happening? Like you have to go out and do it for yourself. But yeah. This sounds hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks yeah it's it's very easy to to push the thing off until the next like shift in in time or season or you know well like you said when i get back when you know yeah it's always like and, oh tomorrow and then mm -hmm. but tomorrow whatever today's yesterday's <laughs> whatever exactly. whatever they say Mon monday I'll, I'll make that change well monday's a holiday mm -hmm. so tuesday yeah 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 uh, well, Tuesday like, well, Tuesday's actually technically Monday because yeah, it was a long I mean, weekend. And at and, that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's, it's the holiday. It's a short week. Maybe we should wait till next week. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, easy yeah. to keep pushing that stuff off. Yep. Um, I'm curious. Have, this isn't really a, what this podcast is about, but have you found a way to um, kind of break that cycle and, and actually make those changes and start start doing things instead of saying, like, it'll be better next time, it'll be different next time? Honestly, it's really hard because this was also like November 2019 when I was writing it. So it's like, I guess, yes, but also like everyone had to break every cycle they were in. Like That's a really good point. Fair, yeah. So, yeah, like I think that like 
a good part of the pandemic for me is, I mean, I have a day job, which like I'm super fortunate. Like I am paid on salary and like I get to work in music and I get to work from home. Mm -hmm. And so that's having that is, is amazing. And something I took for granted until this really happened where it's like, wait, like, you know, like someone like the wonder years, it's like your main income is from touring and you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Or for the time being, they weren't able to do that. Like, you know, and I think being able to have that break where it's like my routine was just like waking up early, getting on the subway, going to work, going to happy hour after work with my coworkers, Mm -hmm. then ending up at a lot of shows. Like it's all fun stuff, but also it's like, at what point, like, why are you going out every night till one o'clock in the morning? And then waking up and doing it all over again. And honestly, mm-hmm. everyone around you, everyone around, you know what? Not everyone around. Everyone I'm surrounding myself is also doing the same thing. And that's why mm-hmm. we get along. But also it's like you're all doing the same thing. There are other people doing other things. Um, so I think at least this has helped me break that kind of cycle to be like self-care, like rest. It's okay to like not be doing something all the time. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be at work and then at a bar and then to a show and then to another bar and then like you up till 2 a.m. working on music to go do it all over again. It's like, it's okay to just like chill in your bed and watch HGTV and read a book or <laughs> whatever you want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Definitely you have to like actively work to change a pattern, but I don't know. The pattern right now is so boring. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Just to have some novelty. Like, yeah, and I'm just like stuck in it. And hell. it's like we're all kind of, I mean, you know what? Not everyone's stuck in it. Like it's, I'm pretty privileged that like my my <laughs> pattern is I'm just chilling, working from my couch and then watching RuPaul's I Drag know. Race and passing out to HGTV. <laughs> like that's pretty fucking, it's so weird because I feel like this whole past like year and a half, two years now, it's been like, like some of the population is like me where it's just like, I'm bored and the other half is like I'm on the front lines like risking like it's like there's like yeah. not even a medium it's like yeah. you're either like risking your life and working way too much or you're sitting on a couch and missing going out and doing things like I don't know it's very strange but that was a tangent yeah. sorry but <laughs> no no that was you're absolutely right I mean I feel like I'm in the same boat right like I've got a day job I do from home and I had been doing that from home since before the pandemic So it's like my day to day hasn't really changed. And so it was a much slower creep for me of like, like, oh, this is like a problem. Like things are bad. Yeah. And like, I mean, I I knew that like on the surface, like this isn't good, but it just it took it a while for it to like affect me on like a personal like mental health Mm -hmm. level. Yeah. Which I think was a weird realization to come to. But I mean, you know, you're absolutely right. It's like at the end of the day, like I'm I'm very privileged in that I don't have to be you know, working in a hospital or in a grocery store or, or something like that. And, you know, putting my health and my safety on the line every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't even imagine what two plus years of this has been like for, for those folks. Cause it's, ugh. yeah. Anyway, Absolutely. that's a downer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's weird too. Cause also you're like left to your own. Like I have always thought that I need, I need structure around myself or else I like will destroy myself, which is, like, half of what the CP is even about anyway. Mm -hmm. And, like, being able to have – when that structure is taken away, I actually felt a little empowered because it's, like, I'm actually still going to wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning and I'm going to sit on my couch and I'm going to do my job. Like, even though there's no one watching me, um, Mm -hmm. I can't – like, you know, we're on Zoom calls or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, I I did – I felt that I – I did grow from it or not even grow from it, but realize more about myself than I thought. I thought that if that structure was taken away, I would absolutely lose my mind. And I never thought that structure would be taken away. And now that it has like in some way, I was impressed with the way I was able to deal with it and like find struggles within. It's like, I'm not feeling inspired even working right now. What do I need to change to make Mm -hmm. that happen? Um, that I didn't expect from myself, I suppose. I thought I would have either just, like, given up or, like, I don't know, like, just fucked off. And and yeah. I did. I, like, pushed myself in, in my professional career and in the pronoun. Not that pronoun's not professional. But, you know, like, in yeah. both ways, yeah. I, like, I did. I, I am actively trying to push myself to m- keep things interesting, given what made it interesting was very much a social aspect of it for me and just being around people. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Who knows? What have you found that's that's made it interesting now that that social aspect is is a lot harder to come by? Um, listening, like listening to, I guess like actively uh, in my day job, like going to coworkers, like just on chat and being like, what are you listening to? What are you up to? What are you excited about? Which normally we would just do that in the office. Like I would just see them Mm -hmm. or we'd be in meetings and they'd be playing things or, you know, they would active, I would actively think to send them stuff or they send me stuff where like it can be an out of sight, out of mind thing. And I feel like I try to push myself to not do that and like stay involved in that way. I don't really know musically right now. Like it has been hard. I'm trying, I'm, I'm working on new music. That's that's been a hard one. Like when you're always in your apartment and that's when I used, where I would always record my music anyway. Mm-hmm. It is becoming a space where, like, when it hits 6 p.m. after my day job, I'm like, I don't want to be in my apartment anymore. Like, I don't want to go. It used to be, like, a haven of, like, yes, I'm, like, I'm leaving, and, like, now I'm actively going to my home to make this thing. And now it's kind of the opposite, where, like, mm-hmm. this is my office, it feels like yeah. sometimes. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But actively, like – Try and it, it was hard at some points too. I mean, before vaccinations and stuff too. It's like we would just like have people over in our backyard in the freezing cold weather and like under a heater, like hand warmers, feet warmers, and blankets, <laughs> and just shivering, like trying to hang out. I mean, but I think yeah, I think pushing yourself to like not get stuck in that hole of like very easy to lay in lay in bed and curl up and be like feel feel helpless and i've done that too of course like i, I feel like that's, that's only human right now yeah you like, got it yeah i feel like if, if you haven't done that at this point <laughs> you are a it, robot it, it, <laughs> yeah if you haven't done that by now at some point something's wrong <laughs> yes yes because it feels like that's i don't know it feels like every couple of weeks i just have to do that mm-hmm. and just reset and like okay now, now i'm okay again yeah I think, again, I don't want your whole episode to be about COVID, but I do think I know, that that's something that's been actually kind of valuable for a lot of people is, like, you don't really have the option to, like, lay in bed and reset when you're working, a, you know, your regular going to work nine to five. Like, it, I was somebody, I was in school for a thousand years, and then I went right to teaching, and so I've never not been on somebody else's schedule and so yeah. I was terrified I thought I was like I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do and then like being able to I don't know like yeah today is the day I need to be in bed and tomorrow will be better because I had the chance to do that yeah. and like that stuff can be really valuable so for sure you know well why don't we take a quick break and hear from our sponsors this week and when we come back we'll keep talking about a few more songs off of OMG I made it by pronouns so stay tuned Yeah. 
You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I am still Kitsy. Andrea is still filling in for Caleb. Still here. Yeah, you haven't gone anywhere. Nope. Uh, Caleb is still, unfortunately, uh, indisposed for selling counterfeit hot dogs to a undercover cop. I think that's what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be real funny if it wasn't. Uh, and we're still talking to Elise from Pronoun about uh, the newest EP, OMG, I Made It. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every podcast I'm on, I'm just like, woo-woo. <laughs> like, what do I do here? <laughs> every podcast should have a woo person. That's yeah. a great idea. That could be me. You could just take the yeah. audio sample and put it in. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, we're going to need you here every week yeah. just to do that. <laughs> Caleb would be um, thrilled because I keep – Caleb, the first thing he said when he listened, he was like, I, I love this. It sounds like if um, – uh, Jim Adkins produced the format for the first song, and Jimmy World yes. is his favorite favorite band. Hey, we have next, that in common. next to Fall Out Boy. So yeah, yeah. Um, I was so impressed be. on how many people were like, "This is the first single by the format." I'm like, "It is the first <laughs> single by the format." Um, yeah, great. so he yeah, back. he he 100% meant that as as a as a huge compliment. That's so. awesome. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's a huge fan of both of those bands. So that's <laughs> so that's I? high praise coming from him. <laughs> Um, actually, I feel, I'm, I'm actually really bummed that he couldn't be here this week. So I feel like you and he would have a lot to talk about. His, Jimmy Heat World is his favorite band yes, as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Praise. <laughs> to, well, when you have new music out, I'll have to have you come back on and talk to Caleb. And, hey, yeah, that'd be great. But coming back in from the break, uh, we heard the song, I want to die, but I can't because I got to keep living, which is a great title. Mm-hmm. I love that title. Thank you. So, so talk to us about it. What is, uh. What is I want to die, but I can't. I mean, I want to die, but I can't because I got to keep living. I feel like is so funny because it's like, I feel like it kind of speaks for it. It's like the whole title is just like literally what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, it started out as a very different song. I heard it in my friend almost like, in, sorry, not, I heard it in my head as almost a different song. Like, I think I, like, local natives came up on my Discover Weekly. And I've always, like, had this thing with my music where I'm like, I got to make it not more commercial, but, like, more, like, vibey. Like, I feel like it's pretty mm-hmm. aggressive. Like, and every time I try to, like, record something, I'm like, I'm going to record something in the style of local natives. I'm going to record something in the style of this band. Like, I always come back. I, I get super into it. And then I, like, step away and I listen back. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is... <laughs> so aggressive it and it sounds so much it sounds so much like what my music sounds like which is great but it is like comedic to me at this point and this song started started out very different and I didn't really know um what to do about that and I think I did end up playing a guitar chord one guitar chord over the beginning and I accidentally copied and pasted it throughout the entire song which is how a lot of my songs end up going as I paste things incorrectly um (laughs) And it's great. Like, it's like <laughs> I did it on run once and I had a fake out. Like, it, like, not switch time. It, like, whatever. Like, it, it changed the entire song. I pasted something wrong and I was like, this actually is very cool. I'm going to leave it in. But so I, I copied and pasted. That. Yeah, I copied and pasted this one chord accidentally and played it over the entire song. And when I listened back, I was like, are you really going to put out a song that's one chord? Um, <laughs> And I had a lot of reservations about it. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. Like, and at the end of the day, it's like, it's just like, just do what makes you happy and what mm-hmm. you like the sound of. And it's not one chord, like the baseline moves okay. and that changes whatever that changes the actual chord that's being played. But the guitar part is one chord the entire sound. Like I truly like when we play it live, remember when we rehearsed it for the first time and they were like, you're really, oh, you're really just going <laughs> to play that one chord. I'm like, I'm just going to play this uh-huh. one chord. Um... So that kind of pulled the song together, though, and that made it more what it is. It turned it in what to what it was going to be. Um, and I always had the idea of having this like '80s kind of like huge snare, gated snare sound, which I don't think is even in it anymore. But I did <laughs> want that, um, and I wanted it to sound kind of like I don't even listen to Bruce Springsteen, but I was like, this sounds like oh. what I think Bruce Springsteen sounds like. 
um, or something. And when I send it to people, they're always like, oh, this is kind of yeah. like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have said that, but now that you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. I hear it. Yeah. I love that. I got it. I mean, I, I got into a place and it was, it was at work. And I guess just in my life where I was looking around and I was like, everyone seems to be growing and I don't feel like I'm moving. I feel like I'm in the same place, which is literally like the whole thing first verse of it I think and it's mm-hmm. um it ended up it was probably one of the quickest songs I've written and was is one of those two that like when you wrote when I wrote it I was like this is great like mm-hmm. usually I'm not feeling that way about a song but I was like <laughs> this is this is awesome this is a really great next direction but yeah it's a it's I mean it it's so I feel like a lot of my lyrics are that way but this one so much is just like very I could just read the lyrics and that is just me talking about the song because it is just like me getting in my – feeling like I'm getting in my way. I'm, I'm probably not even doing that. Um, and, yeah, I think like kind of figuring out – it's like, yeah, I, I don't feel like being on this planet, but also like I'm not going to leave it right now. So like you got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's where it goes in the bridge, yeah. too. It's like, oh, you got to figure this out. You got another 40 years at least to live with yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's like you got it. Like you have to figure out how to make it work. And, you know, a lot of – or me, like that's how I feel. Like, And I feel like a lot of other – you know, I made – I get so much in my head about it where like, oh, my God, it's so hard for me to live and like every day feels like a struggle. But then also you look around and you're like, I think a lot of people feel this way and they're they're still doing it and they're still figuring mm-hmm. out how to cope with it. And it's a real, um, ugh, I don't know the right word. I went to music school. It's like a real, <laughs> it's like a real effort. It's like I'm making a decision to make an effort, a conscious effort of, mm-hmm. of trying to figure this out or knowing that I have to do that. I feel like trying is the first step and I, I'm still kind of going through that now. Um, but that also just might be part of life. I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think it's it's really interesting that the song happened that way musically for me because it is a song that's like, yeah, this is fucked up. I want to die. I don't want to be here. But oh, well, it's not even you're not even really like wrestling with whether or not. Right. It's not mm-hmm. like a to be or not to be situation. It's just like I have to be here. So now what? And then for the yeah. song to just be this one chord, like kind of like driving forward is I don't know. I think that's it's interesting that that happened kind of accidentally but yeah <laughs> it still works you know so well with the lyrics yeah it's fine. that's cool thank you <laughs> all right so half of the time
I know you've been excited to talk about this one. Yeah, I just I think this is I don't know. Every time I, I listen through, I have a different favorite. Um, and when we were preparing last week, half of the time was my favorite. I think this week it's it's wasting time. But um, cool. <laughs> I think I don't, maybe this is just again, if I'm wildly misinterpreting your song, then that's but there's something about this one where it's like, everything again I think I've said this three times now everything is terrible right now right like it but this is such a frank candid song about like recognizing that darkness and that everything's a nightmare like right now um I feel like we're kind of treated like we're supposed to feel guilty for trying to crawl out from under that I I found like a little bit of brightness in this song that was like it's it's okay that it's that's terrible because half the time I feel like fine like and I can yeah. Without like negating how terrible the other half of that can be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that's it's it's nice to have that balance there. We don't often get to like treat things with that kind of balance, I think, right. out in the world. Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> I mean, this one was like a very wild one. This was the first song I wrote like truly in the pandemic. And I was at my parents. Yeah. And um I don't think I also even realized the gravity of what the pandemic was. It was more like, oh, like once this is over, I get to put the song out. And I, I truly thought it would probably be like, it'll be done in eight months, which I think at the time was like, duh, of course it'll be done in eight months. That's oh, yeah. so long away. Um, but it was kind of like, and these also these lyrics I had had for a while for the chorus and this was also something that happened where, like, I – this makes me sound like an alcoholic, to be honest. But when I, I stayed up super late one night and I thought, like, I can, like, go out and go to shows and, like, drink and, like, hang out with friends and, like, do all this industry stuff. But, like, when I get home, I would go to a very dark place. Mm -hmm. And this one night I was working on music. I was having a great time and I woke up the next morning and I felt nothing but joy. And I was like, I can't, oh my God, I did it. I thought like, look, I like that normally never happens. Like I usually like go into a really, really dark place and like tweet a bunch of shit that's like <laughs> absolutely horrible that I have to delete or whatever. And you did it. And I went on Instagram, like after I had my coffee and a friend messaged me and was like, are you okay? And I literally posted a photo that night that said, you are a waste of space. Don't forget that. <laughs> and I was like, Oof. what? Like, I literally, that's when it was scary, where I was like, wait, mm -hmm. what? You don't, you truly thought you had, like, you were proud and, like, you had such a great night and you don't remember any of this. And, and obviously I deleted it. And then I was like, obviously I have to put this in lyrics. And, yeah, it was, like, posted a photo yesterday that said I'm just a waste of space. I don't remember feeling that. And I didn't. I didn't remember mm -hmm. feeling that. Um, and then, yeah, my brain's invited to the thoughts that beat me up. And it's like you have to remember that, like, that inner saboteur, if you will, is always going to be there. Um, and that, and that half of the time you feel horrible and the other half of the time, like it is, it is okay. And hopefully it's even more than that, but it works better in the song when it's just <laughs> half of the time, you know? So, um, and then I kind of went through like the rest of the song, like dissecting, like, you know, going out, like, I feel like I bring a lot of people together in my life. Like I am someone that's like, let's go and do this stuff. And like, everyone's like, yeah, let's go do it. But then when I get there, I don't want to talk. I, I just kind of feel like being by myself and watching them hang out and I don't really mm -hmm. want to hang out. Um, so I kind of captured that, I feel like, in the verses at points too. But um, it's my first key change. I toyed with uh, calling it 
pronouns for his keychain as the title because <laughs> my sister would joke about that all the time. Um, and I was like, that would be lame. But it was it was That's a struggle. So of, it was a really struggle to like make that song. Like nothing – when it was getting mixed, nothing would sound right. And I did. I almost gave up on it a couple of times because I was like, oh, this wow. might just like not work. Like it just – like for whatever reason, if things weren't synced up correctly, but like it just sounded like – in the mixing stages for a while, it just sounded like a nightmare. Like it sounded like noise. Um, but I don't even know what we did. To, I did some additional stuff on the drums and I was like, I think that we figured it out. And I we got it to a place that I was like really, really pumped about. Um, it was like my favorite and then it didn't do it. Like it did not impact other people as much as I like, like the masses, I guess, if you will. Like I didn't, I thought more people would be like, whoa. And like people were like, oh, okay. And I want to die, but I can't like did super well in it. I think that it just kind of like depends on the relatability of it. But yeah, I always, I like almost forget about that song because it was such a challenge to make. And then it's almost like PTSD. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, yeah, never once in a while I can actually listen to it and be like, "Yes, it worked out. You did it." But yeah, it is. It's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry it it dragged you kind of through the mud to get it to it's the okay. end, but I'm so glad it ended up <laughs> Yay! on the EP because yeah, I love that one so much. Yippee! It it does one of my favorite things that songs do sometimes, which is um, that thing where like it's it's got like a really like upbeat, happy sounding melody almost. And then the lyrics are very much not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're not paying close enough attention, you can just like, oh, this is kind of a fun, like, yeah, yeah, happy yeah. song. And then it's like you listen, you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, no, it's not. You have, like, all. jingle bells in it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, like that, it's, too. It's very I was like, we're going to go full that. cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a fun one. <laughs> yeah, it really works. Thanks. So great. Well, before we dive into your last song uh is there anything uh do you have anything coming up you want to talk about anything you want to plug um i don't think so when is this coming out uh friday (laughs) then no (laughs) (laughs) no honestly not really i mean I'm, i'm working on the music we will be playing some shows this year um and i hope to have some new music out earlier on and and quarter two if you will um but yeah i don't think there's that much going on uh we'll definitely be on the lookout for new music because uh definitely need to hear that when it happens yeah so very excited uh so yeah why don't we talk about the last song in your ep which is wasting time yeah um that was the last that was also the last song i wrote on the ep i think i wrote it in november of 2020 um and I don't really know how or when it started, but um, I don't know. That was kind of like an out-of-body one, to be honest. Like, And when I started working on it, I was like, this is – that was one of those that I was like, this is an important song. I think that this will be an important song to people um, and to myself. And um, what – I don't know. I'm like trying to remember what the words are. I know that it's wasting time. This is the salt from an underpass, salt from my bathroom. Oh, right. Yes, yes. I mean, it's, yeah, it's about (laughs) seeing yourself potentially die in many ways and trying to figure out, um, yeah, I think also kind of compliments the whole EP and like, I want to die, but I can't very well where it's like kind of trying to figure out where you're going in this space. And it was a very different song for me to produce. I don't think I have anything that really sounds much like it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, and it was fun. And it was, it was, it again came together very quickly. Um, And when everything comes in at the end, I just remember being like, that's it. Like this EP is done. Like this is the last song and this is how it's going to end. And um, I loved it. And actually I had like, I wanted like these big vocals at the end, the harmonies, and I I tried doing them myself and it just didn't sound the way that I wanted it to at all. And I tried multiple times and I was really trying to finish this up so that we could get it like to the vinyl pressing and blah, blah, blah. And (laughs) um, I hit up Amy from Future Teens and I was like, can you, would you do harmonies on this? And they were like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, I just want you to do 
whatever you want to do. Like, do your thing. Whatever, yeah, yeah, do whatever you think sounds good. And honestly, the harmonies that they recorded were what I was trying to – what was what I was going to do. But, like, uh-huh. I just could not – I think I just needed, like, someone else. Like, and it's the first time I've had someone else sing with me, like, on a record, on any of my songs. And, like – and they – actually, you know what? They did a bunch of different harmonies, too. They did, like – a shouting one they did like a regular harmony one they did a quiet one and we were able to put them all or not we like my mix engineer was able to put them all together and like make this like really really big powerful sound mm-hmm. um that is that is all amy singing in the background um and it's fucking epic <laughs> i was like yeah. that sounds so rad and like it really transformed the song into a different way and i'm i'm endlessly grateful for them for like being able to do that and step in there and um and really make that sound like I feel like that gave it like double the impact like and um and hopefully like I mean I've been really hesitant to work with other people so <laughs> hopefully that will help me open my eyes and ears and doors or whatever <laughs> to being able to do that more often um but my gut was right and I'm super happy that they were able to sing on it I mean, you picked for somebody to be the first person that you're going to, you know, uh, bring into your music. I think you picked somebody who's, uh, yeah, you know, isn't going to miss, you know? Yes. Yes. So, like, for sure. <laughs> it's a good, good, good first choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a, like, it does feel like such an ending song. I love that about the CP. Like, each mm-hmm. song goes exactly where it should. Um, and it feels so big but so like open I don't know if that I'm not a musician so I'm always like why like trying to describe something to a musician with things like that so I don't know if that makes sense but no it totally does and it just yeah those like you said the the additional vocals and the harmonies and all really build that out too thank you well thank you so much for, for joining us to talk about your EP of course thanks for having me been a delight anytime Come back anytime yeah. and talk about more music because that's what we do. Are you all based in Philly? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. Nice. Well, we are. Caleb is in St. Louis. Um, my usual co-host. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. So he's, you know, weird. Doesn't live right on now. the East Coast. It's hey, that's whole okay. Thing. <laughs> the whole fucking thing. Um, and I, I yeah. live in New Jersey. I'm contractually obligated Um to say, say that, that. yeah so, that's fair that's the, fair yeah i have some friends that live in jersey they have to say that as yeah. well it's like uh, it's like radio stations like once an hour you have to announce your your uh like where you're from <laughs> yeah but seriously thank you so much for joining us it's been uh awesome getting to kind of hear a little bit more behind the scenes mm-hmm. about these songs and and you know learn about where where you're at and and where you're coming from with these and, and where you're going and where you're going. going yeah who yeah. knows <laughs> toot toot or whatever <laughs> <laughs> beep beep <laughs> on my way alright well this has been Left the Dial I have been Kitsy Caleb has still been absent but I think he'll be back next week probably maybe we'll see I don't know I'm not making any promises this time uh, I forget how the outro goes now I, I tripped myself up um, thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week that's how it goes it goes like that
Just wasting time